The WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Good morning again. Welcome to hour number two of the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with Phil Campbell and Pam Beck. Brother Rufus is on the road heading to Lexington for a book signing at the Bob Timberlake Galleries there. And uh, you can uh, certainly certainly get a copy of that signed by the great one and initialed by Big John. I suppose, uh, if you'd, if you'd like, turn your radio down, Rufus. <laughs> Big John, turn your radio down. <laughs> All right, nine one nine. They want to hear themselves. You're just, you're just a typical caller. You want to hear yourself on the air too. So that's all right. Uh, 919-860-9783. Steve is in Garner. Hey, Steve, how are you today? It's high out there already. Yeah, so you've been out there working on the daylilies or other things? I I worked in a shady spot until the sun came up, and when that sun hit me, good Lord. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, going to be. Uh, my shirt, I hardly, I couldn't get my shirt off. It well, it's it's really the time to get out there. I wouldn't stay out there too much longer. No, this is going to be one of those three underwear days. I think. Oh my! <laughs> well, happy <laughs> days are here again. You got to change your underwear because it's soaking wet. Yeah. Uh, we had fifty-three in bloom today. We're down to about an average of fifty to sixty. Uh, but the ones that are blooming are our lates, and they are absolutely magnificent. So wow. I just spent uh, a, an after, a morning with a lady that came to our club meeting that uh, she wanted to start a daylily garden, and so I was able to give her a, a trunk load of daylilies to take home and get started with. And so she's... Uh, I, like I said, if you come, I'll be able, I'll be glad to share my daylilies with you if you want to tour our garden. Is this one of your better years for uh, daylily? The blooms have been the best I think I have ever seen. Oh, and uh, the the giants, the the extra large, have been extra large. I mean, I got we got a a. Uh, unusual form on our bank up at the top of uh, our driveway that is must be uh, 13 inches in diameter. Whoa. It is the hugest flower I have ever seen. Plant. Um, we've still got several that haven't even scaped yet, so we're going to have some really late blooms. 
and our the the our namesake, the uh, daylily that the uh, Blue Ridge daylilies named after us. Just one more had a really pretty bloom on it today. Wonderful. Mm. Uh, we we're um, and I've been moving stuff. Um, all the daylilies that I have moved have recovered and are actually shooting up new new uh, new fans. And I'm uh, we're I'm taking things from underneath trees and bushes that are being crowded out or girdled. And there's several of them, when I pulled them out, had a huge uh, root ball wrapped around the uh, rhizomes. And, you, you know, that that just girdles. It keeps the daylily from blooming, and it will kill it eventually if you don't get it out of there. So I moved two in the last couple of days to more open spots. Um, they, we're, I, and and we've already the other day we were down in Fuquay and we came home with a hydrangea. So our our motto of just one more. <laughs> I know it, it, that's that's uh, been a problem in my landscape, and I expect in Pam's and and others. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. You just. You just if you go in Rufus, of course, we need uh, one a, more place, and I'll plant something. Yeah, we need a support group, don't we, Steve? <laughs> it's so fun. I mean, and they keep coming out with new stuff. Yep. Yeah, we got a, this one is white with pink, um, with a pink hue to it. Mm. It's a beautiful uh, hydrangea. Mm. Um, is Rufus still on? Yeah, he's he's. Uh, he, that white hey, that uh, that that. Uh, Quick bowl you gave me. Is that a late bloomer? Uh, 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 yeah. Because it hasn't even started budding yet. I was just wondering. No, I, uh, no uh, I, you're talking about the one that I won the prize on. No, he's talking about a uh, crepe myrtle, the that white you, crepe that, myrtle that you, that you, gave, that you gave him. It won't bloom until about August. Oh, okay. Well, I'm yeah, yeah, no, I'm my breath waiting for it then. No, mine has not started blooming now. <laughs> and they're they're over a hundred years old, but they don't start blooming until about August. Yeah, that's so a, we got three, almost three and a half inches of rain yesterday. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people got rain. It is soaking wet out there. Mm. Well, all right. I just wanted to report in and let y'all know. All right, Steve. Still alive, and I'm doing well. And I'm uh, my doctor's report this week were very good. Uh, my oncologist and my heart doctor both were very proud of me. I'm good. glad of that. Where you getting out there and exercising, and that's good. Yep, I actually I actually have muscles on my chest now. There you go. That's good. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, cool it the rest of the day. Yes, we are. I am going to keep, I'm going to, I think this is an indoor day today. That's mm-hmm. right. Thank you. Right. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, we'll be listening to you. All right, bye. Now, Rufus, I'm I'm told that they, I haven't been out there, but uh, not too far away from you there, that, that big field at Dick's property, uh, the, the uh, sunflowers are about 10% open oh, right boy. now so they they're uh they're on their way yeah you should uh, i i think about wednesday of next week 
it'll be full. I went too early, but I was thinking about uh, I, a lot of people just don't have hibiscus in their garden, and and mine are right now just crazy blooming, and I, I just highly recommend. I know I I get up on a tangent about tall flocks, and another thing is hibiscus. If you don't have any hibiscus, you're just missing so much. And I'm sure. Pam and Phil, and you agree with me. Uh, they're just marvelous. I've got them all over the place now. Well, Tom, that's uh, that was one of the plants that you gave Tom. You gave him a, a red, bright red hibiscus, and that thing is really flourishing. It there's a bunch of blooms on it, and the, the blooms are huge. Yeah. Oh, great! So they uh, they are very happy about that. They are very happy. Is there one name, one named Annabelle, or, or something akin to that? Uh, there, there's a hydrangea that. Uh, there's that, a very popular hydrangea that is, but the hibiscus. Um, you know, we used to have a series called Disco Bell. Do you remember those, yeah. Phil? That was oh, about uh, in the probably about twenty years ago. They were really yeah. popular. Big, big platter size blooms on those. Yeah. So now they're Luna. Mm-hmm. The new one is okay. Luna. That's the that's the it. seed. That's it. Yeah. That's and, it. And then you know the red one that you saw yesterday at my house. Those are the proven winners, and they have they have dinner plate size blooms as well. They're huge blooms. And burgundy foliage. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are striking, Phil. Yes, and oh. we still have some of those um, at the nursery. So oh. they're just they're gorgeous. Now, what we're talking about, too, for those of you who might be slightly confused, are the hardy hibiscus, which for us in this area are a perennial shrub. Sometimes they'll die back to the ground, but they do grow, and they will be three to four feet tall in just no time at all with large blooms in the summer, uh, very attractive flowers, not to be confused with the tropical hibiscus that you'll see inside greenhouses that have the, you usually see those at poolside, and they're the more the screaming yellows and oranges and and reds and and all too so um if you're looking for the the hardy one do ask at a good garden center when you buy them yeah the the hardy hibiscus have uh kind of a flat green leaf that is a po- well the they're not shiny right right yeah, yeah. Oh, I have yeah. paint on my mind, flat yeah. as opposed to, <laughs> yeah. to, yeah, no, to you're glossy. Right. That was a good no, way you're to exactly it. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the 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 um tropical hibiscus are glossy and they're they're a little bit wavy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. And the and the leaves on the on the hardy hibiscus are not flat, but uh, I'm just yeah, but, again yeah. thinking of the paint. Yeah, yeah dull. <laughs> now is is uh, Jason, is this Leon from Rockingham? Is that what you've spelled out there? Leon, how you doing, buddy? Uh, this is a woman, Leon. Leon, okay, she whiz. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I drove through Rockingham last Saturday. Uh, last Saturday afternoon, I was heading to Macbee, South Carolina, to get, you, get, get, some, get you, some peaches from my uh, my wife's relatives down uh, there, the McLeods. Uh, and uh, just uh, Rockingham is such a pretty town. Okay, I called about Rufus Tomatoes. Have you got a Rufus tomato? We got three plants, and it the green it's more green than it is red when it's ripe. 
Well, I'm, Melissa must have just pulled the wrong one. I, I, I don't know. There's a real discrepancy here. And it, it does have stripes. It has it's red, pink, I should say, on top with green stripes going down it. But some of the slices will be green, but they're, but they're ready to eat. How, how does it taste? Absolutely. Good. Yeah, you, you described good. it. Yeah. It looks kind of like the chocolate stripes. Do you think it's a little sweet? I, I I love the taste, but I thought it had a little tiny sweet taste to it. I don't know. I would have liked it if it did. Well, maybe Gerald added a little sugar <laughs> to the plant yeah. to the plantings. That you never know. Rufus, you got you got uh, Rufus tomatoes all over the place now. You got them in Rockingham, and who knows well, where all. You got them. Our granddaughter got them at the farmer's market. Uh huh. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm was glad he to hear that he somebody described it like I did. He, uh, Gerald Adams, who developed it, was, uh, I think he was actually giving some of those away. Um, mm-hmm. Well, but it wasn't the tomato. We got the plant. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. He was, he was giving away the plants that he yeah. developed yeah. that he named Rufus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, they're good. Well, I am glad to get a report. I know Rufus is glad to get a report and uh, Melissa apparently has some other variety there, but we'll we'll see where the Rufus the Rufus is out there somewhere. We've got about twenty five varieties. You've got Rufus all all mixed up with supper. I guess so. I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll 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 work it out. Well, Leone, I'm glad glad you called us from Rockingham. You you're a regular listener, are you? My husband is. Oh well, wait a minute. Well, why aren't you? <laughs> with the tomatoes okay well you need to listen to the show i mean we need all the help we can get well, we're trying to make 40 years here i have been this morning okay now, we've got about 25 varieties of, of tomatoes. wow uh-huh. wow you got all the plants at the um, farmer's market up there in raleigh yeah mm-hmm. from gerald yep Rufus, you uh, you you've been in uh, you've pleaded a case in in court down in Rockingham, haven't you? In that courthouse. I used to go down there to see the sheriff when he was alive. I'm sure she remembers that wonderful old sheriff that had his office in his furniture store. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Well, that's a pretty that's some pretty houses uh, 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 going through going through there. Right. And, uh, I like uh, I like I like that drive down to South Carolina, going through Rockingham, and then going well, through uh, Chiraw and all of those places. She invited you to drop in. I will. <laughs> I will. I, I'll uh, I'll toot the horn next time I come through there. What, what's your husband's name? Keith. Keith. All right, Keith. Hey, Keith. Appreciate you listening, buddy. Yeah. Well, I, I have a friend down there. She's Jean McLaren. I'm sure she knows about Jean. Former mayor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I saw him last weekend in Myrtle Beach when Big John and I went down to the North Carolina Petroleum Association. And he's a fine, fine man. Yes, he is. Rufus knows everybody. (laughs) Well, come anytime. Well, we appreciate you better listen to this show, Leone. Okay, I'm changing my way. All right, change your ways now. Don't reject us. I hate rejection. <laughs> thanks for talking to us. Yes, thanks for calling. 
Bye-bye. Bye. How about that? Yeah, Rockingham, Rufus. And you got a report on the on the yep. on somebody else uh, eating one. Phil, do you have do you have no, one? No, I don't have one. I didn't get to get one. Um, well, I I do, but mine aren't ripe yet. You um, know. Well, I'm yeah, gonna have yeah. to uh, sit down and talk with Melissa. She's she's been messing around with his grandkids too much or something. I don't know. She hasn't been been paying attention to which plants which. Justified. Yeah. That's, yeah, right. Yeah. that's right that's <laughs> right yeah, that's right uh let's let's talk to larry and garner hey larry how you doing i'm doing great i'm glad you took my call yes sir this is about tomatoes again i guess you guys might get tired of talking about no them. no I, everybody's got problems with tomatoes <laughs> well this has been a good year for my tomatoes oh good oh good now for the last couple of weeks and, but this year i decided that uh I was going to grow a lot of companion products around them. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. Idea, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is uh, for pollinators, to attract pollinators. Mm-hmm. But I've got these little bugs. I, I don't use pesticides or herbicides or anything around my plants. Good. And uh, I've got these little, What what's the best companion? I've, I've got a feeling that companion products, uh, they're bringing in some bad bugs, too, and Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, Okay, Larry, uh, companion plants, what you want to do is bring in something that either will attract the insects to itself and away from the plant that you've got, or it will help repel the insects because the companion plant does not uh, host that insect. And an old rule of thumb around tomatoes is basil. You know, that's uh, and they go with each other and great in a caprese salad anyway. You know, if you're going to throw a little mozzarella, a little oil on it, you know, it'll be it'll be great. But um, basil or something like that, try to stay away from the nightshades or potatoes, which are related. So don't put eggplant or peppers with your tomatoes and don't put anything in in like potatoes or or sweet potatoes. Does that help? That helps. And I guess. Maybe because what you said is, I, I internet has I, it's has confusing. Wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I grew up a, a bunch of calendula around it, and it seems maybe that attracted some of the bad folks. The calendula should not. I wouldn't think. Um, I, I don't believe it's a nightshade. I th- it's a composite. It's a totally different type of flower. So, um, it it shouldn't. Um. Yeah, um, oftentimes flowers don't do it. Um, you know, we used to think you could put marigolds in your garden, for instance, and that would, you know, immediately keep everything out. But, it, it you know, no, it's it's pretty. It's a great way to do it, and it's enjoyable. Um, but <laughs> it doesn't necessarily repel um, insects. Okay, yeah, I'm having to spray down my plants with uh, water about twice a day because bugs get on them. Interesting, and, and uh, I just it, I hadn't had this problem before, and I used to grow my tomatoes just basically. I used the basil, a lot of basil around yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. But I started bringing in stuff like cone flowers and a lot of other different uh, varieties of, of mostly herbs. But mm-hmm. I'm just inundated with these these rascals that just seem to want to just. They don't seem to be if I if I knock them off with water they're not destroying my tomatoes but i have to continually 
monitor my tomatoes. Have, and that's, have, have you identified them as aphids or flea beetles, or what do you think you're seeing? Well, I think they're the little. They look like little crickets that are sitting on top of them. I have asparagus around it, and uh, they seem to go after the asparagus too. Uh, it's only the second year, so I've let it grow up tall. And they're little. They're mainly the they're little orange little 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 bugs that that just just <laughs> they they just walk around the tomato, and I don't know what the, what they're doing, but okay. I, I blow them off. When you say little, how how little? Are we talking about the size of an English pea or smaller? A lot smaller. I'd say okay, about an uh, eighth of an inch long or whatever. No, uh, aphids. Said they were orange. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's y- what they are. Yeah, they're orange aphids. They're orange aphids. And if you look <laughs> really bad. closely, yeah, sometimes yeah. they get little black hairs coming off, yeah. off their rump. And um, they do like flowers. I had some oxypetalum, which is Tweedio, which is a really pretty sky blue flower. I had planted those in one year, and um, those orange aphids coated it. And they will do the same thing with even some of the milkweeds. Mm -hmm. So I understand what you might want to do next year is when you put your companion plants in, leave some air space between them so that the aphids can't easily crawl from one to the other because, you know, the only way they get around is either they crawl there or ants carry them up and down so it may just be that your ant, ants are moving their herd around basically um so um yes hitting them with a stream of water is the best way to do it you're you're absolutely right and smart about that but i i bet it's the little orange aphids mm-hmm. well it, uh, we one more question uh, if, unless you have more answers yeah I, I, uh, i'll recognize a gentleman from watauga county uh, okay. Rufus, we got about a minute. You got anything uh, to add? No, uh, I, 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 I keep getting this conflicting information about when to fertilize tomatoes. Uh, Gerald says when to sort of cut it off a little when you start forming the tomato to, to ease off on it. Is that what you, Pam and Phil, think? Well, I can tell you that yeah, Phil's shaking her head, yeah, but I will yeah. tell you that I I will probably be adding a little bit more lime and, and black cow to mine because I've got a real bad case of blossom in rot. So yeah. um I'm oh, gonna have to feed oh, yeah. I'm gonna have to feed my tomatoes. Well, plus we've had you know, a some people have had two or three inches right. of rain that's yeah. leached everything out. Yeah. Uh, Larry, what was your other question real quick? Uh when you have a tomato that goes kind of uh past the stage where you can't pick it do you just leave it on there so the ants will come up there will they help no no go ahead it probably take uh i mean it takes energy to sustain that it does and it'll attract a lot of yellow jackets and things like that no i got popped last week i can tell you you don't want those um just toss it in your compost bin yeah larry thank you very much Thank you. Yes, sir. Thanks. Uh, We'll talk to Roxana in Greensboro coming up after the news, and then uh, we'll head out to the State Farmer's Market on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF. We've lost Rufus. He may uh, be at his destination there, the Bob Timberlake Galleries in Lexington for a book signing today. Hope lots of folks will come out. Roxana is in Greensboro. 
Good morning to you, Roxana. How are y'all? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Loud and clear. Good. Doing good. Oh, okay. I had a, went through. I'm in my car, but anyways, I'm pulling over. I have a quick question. I did go down to the Sand Hills last weekend, and did as you. I got I got some peaches, and I asked the gentleman uh, where I got them. Had they been sprayed? And he said yes, they had. But he said it was about a month ago. So uh, I didn't. You know, I, my curiosity is. When the peaches are sprayed, do they spray the fruit itself, or do they spray just the the leaves and the foliage? And, you know, I've always, I don't know, I always feel leery about eating a peach that's been sprayed, but most of them have. I've heard it's very difficult to uh, raise peaches organically. Yeah. And I'm just curious what your opinion is. Because the canker is. and all kinds of yeah. stuff that uh, affect them. Pam, what do you know about that? Well, when when you spray a peach, um, you're spraying the entire tree. And at that point, whether it's in flower or the little fruits have already started, um, the the tree is absorbing it. The, the flower, the fruit is absorbing it. There's probably some in there. But honestly, Roxana, um, our farmers, especially, I think are doing a good job of using the correct recommendations as far as sprays. Yeah. If these were peaches coming to you from Peru or from, and I don't mean to be uh, biased by our own farmers, but but our farmers follow the rules. They have right. to. They mm-hmm. are audited they, right. and they're conscientious. They know that you are their neighbor. And they eat their own product. And they eat their own product and they will stand by it. Yeah. So I think based on what we know now, as far as recommendations, they're doing the right thing. And right. But it's not coming to you from somewhere else uh, where th- the definition of organic <clears throat> may be totally different from our definition of organic. So right. um, I I would not fret too much with a peach. I don't want you to fret. <laughs> yeah, and, and the other thing is when they're shipped in, they have to use even more chemicals to preserve that fruit for it to to be shipped and then be in the market. And so it's crates. right. Yeah. It's even it's even more uh you know, it's, it's probably even more dangerous to eat something like that uh, because you have no idea what they've done to it. Right. Uh, they do a lot of breeding to, to try to get blueberries and all kinds of things uh, uh, better uh, for shipping, uh, like the breeding uh, goes into it. Um, I worked in blueberries one time, and you, you keep them at different temperatures and that sort of thing. And so they've worked on that really hard, but it's still... If it's shipped from, you know, across the country or something like that, it has to hold up. So okay. uh, it's they use preservatives. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And one, one last quick question. I've got a, a crepe myrtle. I have three of them that are doing very well, rather two. And one of them, I can see signs now that it, some of the branches are dying off. It, it's struggling to bloom. And usually by this time, they've, they are trying to start, um, but... But what exactly does crepe myrtles, they're pretty hardy, what gets them to maybe start dying out, a a limb by limb type thing? It can be a lot of things. Um, It could be something as simple as just damage from storms. We have had some bodacious winds, and I've had a lot of, of branches 
just break, whether it's that or um, uh, possum raccoons uh, going up in them and breaking them from their own weight. Um, there's a lot of things that could cause uh, dying. Are you seeing dying over the entire tree or just in the tips at the top? Or, or where are you seeing it? Is this a big, it, it's a, is this a big yes, tree? It's very tall. It's very tall. Okay. okay. It's old. And I planted uh, all of them at the same time. Yeah. And oh, it's probably about 25 or 30 feet tall. And uh, they look healthy. The other two look healthy, darker green. But I noticed last year I could tell it was beginning to look a little sicker than the other ones. It still bloomed. But now this year it's bloom. It's you know it's green, but it looks just a little weaker than the other two. And I look at other neighbors. We all planted them at kind of the same time. And some of the branches at the very top are completely dead. And um, I was just curious if they get some type of a fungus or blight or something that starts starts killing them. I don't know. I can't. I can't kill them. Okay. My, the ones that, that keep coming up in my yard, I can't kill them. Well, we planted right on the edge, on, like on the border of the nursery in our son's yard. Uh, we planted about ten crepe myrtles, and. There is one of those crepe myrtles that's not doing, I mean, and they're tall, and they've been there a good while, but there's one that's weaker. It's not doing as well. And again, I say that people, that plants are like people, that there's um, some of us that have sinus infections all the time, and there's some of us that don't even know what a sinus infection is. And so... Uh, your crepe myrtles are pretty much doing the same thing um and i i just i can't figure out what's wrong with david's um all of them get about the same amount of water uh from the nursery runoff and that sort of thing and this one just doesn't like being where it is or it just doesn't like growing and blooming like the rest of them it's it's blooming some and i understand what you're saying because there's some dead in in the tree, and um, it it's still trying to bloom, but you can tell that it's struggling. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate y'all. I don't know. I don't know what you can do about it, except maybe cut it back and give it a little bit of a chance. I don't mean cut it back significantly, mm-hmm. but take the dead uh, off of it and try to cut it back a little bit to give it a little more strength to see if it could come back for you yeah and it doesn't need any nitrogen for that i don't so don't i wouldn't fertilize it but yeah no fertilizer yeah no that'll do any good that'll make it green but (laughs) i i wish i could offer you one of these celeste uh figs that that phil brought in they've been very tasty she brought in some donuts too and i declined the donuts but i am just (laughs) eating these celeste thank uh, you so much yeah, I wish you, you could have one, Roxana. You have a nice day, and thank you for listening and calling Y'all us. Y'all do, too, and our prayers are with Ann. I think about her a lot. I do, too. I do, too. I, I think you. about her often and, and all that she did for this show. Yeah. Wish she sure was uh, could be in here with us. Okay, thank you all so much thank for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Thank Bye. you. Yes, ma'am. Bye. I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to walk over there and get uh, a couple of more. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I love them. I really do. They're good. I ain't even opened up the box of donuts. They're a great over there. breakfast. I don't want a donut. I want a. I want that's. I mean, what I'm eating. The, the figs are so good for you, and mm-hmm. they taste good. They taste better than a donut. Yeah. Even a cream filled or a one with jelly in the middle, no. or a lemon, or, or a lemon. something. Yeah. <laughs>
I mean, you know, lemon's got to be good for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> lemon drops, right? All right, 919, right? <laughs> More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. I won't need any lunch because of these figs. Well, that's good. That's it. That's really good. And I yep. haven't stopped yet. <laughs> you brought them in here for a purpose. That's exactly did you right. Wa- did you wash them off? No. The rain did. Okay. I, I thought I had... Uh, we had almost... Up. We had a... Almost an inch and a half of rain yesterday afternoon. I so. thought I tasted Pickle. a little grit. You didn't drop any. No. <laughs> That's the seeds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. I didn't taste any seed. They were pristine. Oh, thank you. They were you. so good. I like to – I have one that is kind of irregular looking because it's just, just not getting enough sun and it's growing where it can get sun. And it does have figs on it, and I like – Getting out, I guess it'll be August before there. It's a brown turkey, and it's yeah. it's uh, more of an August bl- uh, fruiting thing. And I like yeah, getting out, walking, and grabbing yeah. a couple to eat while I walk. And Phil, with this one being so early, you may get a late fall crop out of it because figs in the Middle East are pretty much ever bearing. You right, know, they'll keep they'll keep on producing. Well, you know, um, our Black Mission that was the weirdest thing. I went out there in early spring, and that black mission was full of black figs. Wow. I have no idea how in the world they ever got ready like that. It was That quickly. Yeah, and so it was like they almost had little figs all winter on there, and then they got ready fast. (laughs) But I couldn't imagine that with the 10 degrees. Black mission. Mm -hmm. Is that a good variety? It It is, and they're 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 big. Oh, they're, they're big. big, kind of like the Celesta, yeah. or bigger. They're even bigger. And these are often the ones that if you get California figs in a package uh, that have been dehydrated, they're usually Black Mission. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They're I don't really... think I had. I had had dates when we were in Israel, but I don't know that I had any figs. I we, may have. You know, figs were mentioned 50 times in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, that's, it is just one of the most yeah. uh, prolific trees. It's a great tree. Now, what yeah. about George's Greek one uh, from the Roast Grill? I, I just give them, I give them away. Okay, as so we don't know. As soon as you find a sunny spot. <laughs> I'm going to have to move. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> what about the church garden? I'm trying. I think we have we have a big one. There, yeah, okay. yeah. We have a, a big You could fig put tree. George's there. Oh. You could put one of his there. That'd be nice. Episcopal and Greek Orthodox, certainly. Sure you yeah. can. Yeah. yeah, it would work really well. Yes. It's the same So God. we'll do that. <laughs> so uh, I'm chairman of the committee, but I'd still have to get permission yeah. because the, okay. the ladies well, on I've the committee got really. They're about, probably about two feet tall. They're particular, as they should be. All right. Well, I'll ask them. All right. That's great. No, that'll but be so wonderful. nobody they aren't big enough to to no. bear any fruit. They'll except for the one have, behind the roast grill. Right, right. We'll have to check those out pretty soon, and check out what's I inside the I, roast if grill I, too. If, if I get uh, a hot a couple of hot dogs and pay a little extra, if I go out there and pick a couple of of figs to eat, he'll let you get all the figs. They can you have want. that as as my dessert. That's right. 
I don't know when they I don't know when they fruit if they're early if they're or if they're usually August. They should here. be any time in the next couple or three weeks. Yes. So how long before somebody uh, these things get big enough that that you'll start having some fruit? Next year, maybe? Probably. Some, maybe next year or the next year, for yeah, sure. But some fig <clears throat> trees are precocious, and they'll they'll fruit even very young like that black mission. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <coughs> so. hmm. yeah. All right. Sharon is in Dunn. Hey, wow. Sharon, how are you? How's everything in Dunn today? Oh, it's cloudy, and and it's not rain today, but we got it yesterday. Mm. Yeah, you are cloudy? Yeah, yeah you, so you got a lot of rain, too, huh? We did. We had three inches here, but more in Dunn and Irwin, they got like six. I mean, it, wow. it, 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 fell, it fell fast. Y'all got any garden clubs down there? I had lunch with Monica Wood at the farmer's market. She brought a bunch of ladies from a garden club in Benson. Do y'all talk to people in Benson? Well, I, I'm originally from Benson, and uh, Monica is a good friend of ours. And no, aren't I'm you proud of her? Yes, I am. Yep. She, she is a fine lady. Big time she now, sure too. Is. Yeah. Well, I, I, we had a great time with those garden club ladies, and I, I encourage that. That garden clubs uh, are are really something. They do a lot of good yeah. for towns. Yeah, she's she, Monica. We are proud of her. She's mm-hmm. done very very well, and. And uh, we were at the farmer's market back in April or May when y'all were out there. Uh-huh. And we got two of Rufus's tomatoes. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So uh, give us a report. <laughs> I think they're about four foot tall. <laughs> and we had one this past week, uh, my husband and I, uh, for supper on a BLT. So uh, what color is it? It's reddish green or pinkish green. It was not... I didn't think it was right, but it was delicious, and it does right. have a little sweet taste. And my husband loves tomatoes, and he and he just picked up a slice or two and ate it right by itself. Did he, he, <laughs> he, right. So he thought it was uh, it had some sweetness, like Gerald had added a little sugar to the soil. Maybe so. <laughs> yes, but I'm, I'm telling you, it, and I've been waiting for him to turn red, but now the tag that yeah. Gerald put in the tomatoes, I still. I still kept my tag. It said Rufus tomato, reddish purple, hmm. but they're like reddish green. And they're I doing what they want. They're precocious. <laughs> <laughs> they were doing yeah. whatever they want to do. Yeah, that's right. But hmm. it was very good. I've not had but just a couple off the off the two plants. But I've got uh, probably a dozen green ones hanging right yeah. now. So it's a typical politician tomato. It's a it's chameleon kind of. <laughs> Oh, many things to many people. Yeah, changes right, changes right. with the wind. That's right, mm. but it was good, and we enjoyed our uh, visit that day at the farmers market when y'all were there uh, meeting y'all. And well, we appreciate. We yes, appreciate ma'am. Yeah, come, but we'll be there in August nineteenth again. Be our next, oh, okay. next right. stop if y'all want to come by. All right, we just might plan to do that. We'd then. love to see you. I know all, all right. the vendors would too. Yeah, y'all keep y'all keep up the good work because we, my husband and myself, we love the weekend garden. Oh, thank, thank you so much. You're so yeah. kind. Well, Everything's so interesting to me because I've always been a, a one to plant something and watch it grow. I was raised on a farm around Meta. Mm. And, yeah, ooh, I just that's where that good restaurant is, isn't it? 
That's right, Meadows Village Restaurant. Yeah. Yes, that's my stalking ground. My wife, no. my wife taught her first teaching job. She had a she had two or three school music teacher. She went to Benson Meadow and somewhere else. Three schools. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, how about that? Long time ago. Well, it's a it's a good place, and yeah. uh, a lot of a lot of people grow things around the, that area. They sure do. Surrounding areas too, but uh, anyway, it's it's interesting to hear you guys talk and people calling in and asking questions. Yeah, it's just very interesting to us. Well, Sharon, give well, my, give our best to everybody there and done, will you? I certainly will. And y'all have a great day. Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you very you much, too. Sharon. Bye bye. Bye bye. We got about uh, two and a half minutes for uh, Carter Q in Durham, the library man. Hey, Carter. Hello, Carter. Do we have Carter? Have you? We got him in there, uh, Jason. Is he still with us? Oh, may have. May have lost him. Carter will call back after, uh, well, coming up after news, we had to delay. Monica is uh, cutting deals all over the place, and so she we had to delay her again. It's just like the president of the United States. You know, they got setting up for a news conference, and, and the president's late. So the manager, the manager of the state farmer's market is very busy and uh, seven days a week. So... Uh, we'll talk to Monica after the news, and hopefully Carter and others will call back as we, alas, are, are going into our last hour of today's Weekend Gardener edition. So uh, you can listen on the radio. You can listen on things like uh, the WPTF website or TuneIn Radio, and you can listen to a podcast, which is three hours of the show, basically, on Apple or Spotify or or. Uh, bean pod or whatever it is uh, uh google <laughs> google yeah i've got i've got that on my phone that, that's just another Lord. another place you can get podcasts i love podcasts yeah i've been listening uh, i've been you. listening to uh the sopranos podcast the talking sopranos a couple of the stars from the show to just mm-hmm. tell you everything about the show and all the blood and guts and the funny stuff, too. A lot of funny stuff. A lot of talented people. So you're just going to find anything. But if you like gardening, listen to The Weekend Gardener if you don't have time to listen live. More of the show coming up here on WPTF 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. And what am I going to do? I'm going to have another, another uh, fig over here. I'll uh, treat you. Here's Sounds to you. Good. Yeah.